Welcome to the Embracing Brokenness podcast, where our goal is to engage with all of those willing to venture deeper into their transformational journey with Christ. Here's your host and co-founder of Embracing Brokenness Ministries, Steve Adams. Well, hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast. Steve Adams here. And can you believe it is 2024? Tough to believe, isn't it? But we flipped the calendar, and here we are in the second week of the year already. This is crazy, uh, but it's real, and we have a world that needs Jesus more than ever in it. We're so glad that you've engaged with us in this ministry and through these podcasts. This one will be number 106. That's quite a few over the last four years. And I'm just thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be able to do this. Uh, We have brought our team together for the first of two parts of a podcast that we want to do for you this year as you begin and as we begin together. We're calling it Spiritual Practices for the New Year. Now, I won't give it away. We're going to get the group of us together, and there's four of us going to talk about this in, as I said, two parts. But I do want to give you a heads up. We've had some seriously difficult technical issues that uh, provided us with a corrupt audio file. We didn't want to re-record it because we did it during a snowstorm, and it just didn't work out in the end when we opened files to try to edit video and do the audio combined. So... Please bear with us, hang in there, listen in. We'll do the best we can with it in these two parts, and then we'll launch from there. But I wanted to give you a heads up ahead of time and just encourage you to stick with it because there's a lot of good content here, a lot of good conversations, a lot of fun, a lot of serious moments. But we want to encourage you as you head in to 2024. So blessings to you all, and we'll be back real soon. Welcome, friends, to the Embracing Brokers podcast, the first one of 2024. Can you believe it? It's January 15th, and I feel like we're halfway through the year already. That's how crazy it is. 2023 went quick. There was a lot behind that that I'm sort of glad we are now moving into 2024, but we have with us a full house. So if you look around, you'll see Katie, Mike, Colleen, and yours truly. And here we go. We wanted to do something special to kick off the new year. And I kind of feel like this will be fun. Like if we had a little campfire in the middle and some marshmallows and some chocolate, I think there's still some left over from the holidays upstairs and some graham crackers, your favorite. And we just did s'mores. Yeah. That'd be fun. I love that. Maybe the next episode. I know. <laughs> well, we might, we don't want to burn down the house, but I am so glad you guys are here. This is going to be awesome. Awesome. Welcome, Katie. Thank Good you. to have you back. Katie's with us. You all saw her. Michael's been in the studio a few times before, and of course, Colleen. So, all right. So I'm going to start off with a simple question for you, Katie, if you don't mind. How do you feel about 2024 kicking it off? I feel like I'm a perpetual optimistic. I love the new calendar year. I get excited about all the things to come in 2024. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You're ready to go. It'll be good. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's one vote for excitement. Michael, how do you feel about it? Uh, I have to echo the same sentiment. I'm very excited about 2024. Uh, God's already speaking, you know, in advance of, of the, the our typical new year. Yeah. 
routine. So I'm, I'm excited about uh, what, what's going on. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and I can't be the naysayer here. I, uh, <laughs> 2023 was hard and refreshing at the same time. Yeah. A lot of things going on. And, you know, again, because of some of the practices that I usually start the beginning of December and just seeing where God wants to lead us, the ministry, um, and even uh, for me, you know, for some of the struggles I've been having. I just feel like um, 2024 is going to be a really good year, so I'm excited, excited for it. Well, we're going to talk about it in in detail today, and uh, the title of this podcast for you guys is um, Spiritual Practices for the New Year. So what, what we're hoping to be able to do is is talk to you a little bit about um, I don't know, just things that we want to do from a spiritual perspective um, that get us prepared for this new year. And my feeling about 2024 is I'm hopeful. And, and I say that because, I, as Colleen mentioned, like there was some challenges in 23, but I, I'm really hopeful for what's to come. And back in, um, on January 4th, a memo came around to anybody that might subscribe. I'm going to read just the first paragraph uh, from that, which was entitled Hope in Every Season. Uh, As we close out 2023, it's natural to consider this period as an ending, but each ending is also a beginning. It's a matter of perspective. And while it's healthy to reflect on the year we've completed, it's important to embrace each day God gives us and approach it with openness, gratitude, and hope. With his help, we can be like the snowdrop flower. The first to emerge from the winter ground and bloom. So um, I'm hopeful, right? And what I um, didn't know, I didn't know what the snowdrop flower is. Did you? Do you know what the snowdrop is? Oh, crocus. I might be that. I did, you know, the, the internet the tells The crocus everything. comes up um, in stages and it's the first winter flower that peeks through the snow i mean they That's so it. so yeah so here here's what it said the snowdrops are tough little plants so we got to be tough going to 2024 adapted to pierce through the snow and survive the cold yeah. tips of their leaves are especially hardened mm-hmm. for breaking through frozen ground mm-hmm. and this is the really cool thing the sap that can that it, it contains it, can, it forms a sort of antifreeze that prevents ice crystals from forming as the snowdrop. My goodness. So yeah, and if anybody out out there knows that it's something other than the crocus, that's, that's my earliest <laughs> flower. So I hibiscus put a note on our social media <laughs> so we can know what a real snowdrop is. You're forgiving. It's okay. Yeah. Everybody look it up, report back. Snowdrops <laughs> though, when you think about that, there's a part of that that there's a resiliency, right? So it's a name, it's a perennial. So it's underground, it's bulbous. I didn't read that. So it means it comes back each year. But it finds a way to kind of break through. And in the new year, I think for us, um, this time of the year, we're in the Northeast. So, you know, it gets, uh, it's dark longer. Don't we just love that? Uh, And it's harder to sort of get motivated sometimes to even move. I I don't know. People suffer from seasonal disorders and things like that. And so I'm just... I just quickly was encouraged when I thought about the snowdrop and what that feels like to yeah. kind of pop through all frozen tundra that's around us, right? Um, so I'm going to go and, and get, get a general consensus here about 
first things first in the new years a lot of people are into resolutions okay so new year's resolution is a big thing that people work through uh, i happened um, to feel a certain way about that but i know others here feel differently and i think as we, we we all have different routines and how we hit the new year so katie give us your perspective on you you know kind of do you, do you is new year's resolution kind of thing for you or what what is your thoughts yeah definitely okay i think um resolutions are really cool in that they give us a chance to evaluate our own lives and our spiritual health our mental health our physical health which a lot of times we do have a focus on the physical health um and i know that people who do go to the gym i don't but that go to the gym see a lot more people come in the beginning of the year um, but for me, a couple months before the first of the year, I really start to get into a heart posture of asking God what he's thinking for 2024 for me and my family. Um, so a couple months ago, I started praying that and um, asking what God wants me to focus on. And um, I just kept Jesus name kept coming up. And I really started meditating on what is the power in Jesus name. I mean, in society today, when Christians mention Jesus, it, mm -hmm. it makes people either, you know, really positive about it or really yeah. negative. And so I started reflecting on the power of Jesus name, but also in the Bible and in everyday life, when we, when we command the enemy to flee in Jesus name, yeah. he, he can't stay. So there's so much power behind just saying Jesus name. Yep. And I felt that over the last couple months. And now in 2024, um, as I start the year, feeling a call to really put that in the forefront of my mind through mm -hmm. prayer, reading the Bible, and also in the middle of my struggle, being able to command the enemy to flee in Jesus name mm -hmm. in the middle of my struggle. So yeah. trying to practice um, understanding the power of Jesus name and, um, yeah. Can't argue with that resolution. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, traditionally, I'm not a big resolution guy when he, when it comes to the beginning of the year. I mean, I, I love the idea of having a fresh, it feels like a fresh start. You have, yeah. you're, you're turning the corner, you have a new calendar in front of you. Um, you know, it's in the sales world, you reset to zero. Right. <laughs> that's not so exciting. No, no, it's not, it's not, no. You know, that, you know, that's like, oh my gosh, the grind starts all over again. But, um, <laughs> the, you know, so I, but I don't have a, I don't usually approach the year with a list of things that I, I really feel like I have to do because if, you know, if, as I dealing with God throughout the year, you know, anything that we're dealing with, I don't feel like I have the permission to say, well, you know, I'm going to hold off on that until the first of the year and then we're going to tackle it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. That's a good point. I'm going to put a pin in that until yeah. it's to my calendar. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, but that side, you know, we can still have, can still have good ideas that aren't necessarily God saying, okay, we're going to deal with some stuff. Um, and, and this is, Hey, why not put a line in the sand and say, this is as good a time as any. It's a it's a new year, new me, so to speak. But I'll put one asterisk in there in terms of uh, resolutions. I typically I love the holidays. I love 
everything that happens from November 1st onward. And I, I basically eat my way through <laughs> the, the end, the last quarter of the year. So like, I, I, I make and eat my way. I'm two bags of candy into it before we even get to, to, to Thanksgiving because of what happens at Halloween. And then it's, it's just, it, I am an all consuming fire and my, and my father before me. Yeah. Um, so by the, so my asterisk is by the time I get to January 1st, I'm so full of caffeine and sugar that I, I feel, feel like I have to stop. Like, yes. I just can't do it anymore. And, and I, and then I, I, I balance myself again until next yeah. you know, November. Yeah. So like, that's my only caveat to not having any resolutions, it, I, but it's more of a, just physically, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we still. I, I think we still have fudge somewhere buried. I'm not we sure. Not. No. We, don't have oh, we gave it away. Oh my gosh, we gave a lot away. And we still have some of it. I oh, that's right. That's right. I can't eat it anymore. Free. <laughs> just keep it in the freezer. Did you guys consume your fudge yet? Oh yeah. That's okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, Colleen made cinnamon rolls this um, this Christmas, and they were killers. And Steph was here, and Jason, we just passed him around for like a week. <laughs> Great point. Thank you for bringing us back to that. All right, Miss Colleen, what do you got? Well, I he just put into words <laughs> what I feel in January. Um, though, and that is me, right? Um, because usually I'm not eating sugar, and I'm very limited on my carbohydrates. But um, Thanksgiving, I'm a little freer. But somewhere into December. I go, okay, I'm allowed to have a little bit of sugar. I'm allowed to have, I'm allowed, I'm allowed. I'm not going to like hold back. And what I love is the reset occurs. Like I, this year was deciding for a month and I did the same thing last year for a month, I'm going to give up sugar. And then the next month I'll start to go low carb. Well, as soon as I gave up sugar, I'm like, oh, I just want to get rid of the carbs too. Like I just, let's just do it all and get rid of it. And so. Yeah, I mean, what Katie's describing as a, you know, loving resolution, I would say I don't like resolutions um, because I think they're short-lived. People decide they're going to do something in their own strength. What Katie's talking about, I fully believe in, and that is, you know, I get excited for the evaluation of life with God. Not that every morning it's not, you know, we have to live in the present moment. It's the only place where God can meet us is right now. So we shouldn't be going out, setting these long-term goals apart from God's direction. He could change it at any moment. I wake up this morning, think I'm going to do X. And he may say, I've got something really significant over here. I need you to go pay attention to it. Um, so that's like an ongoing thing. But there is something about the year ending that makes you kind of go, okay, let's evaluate where we're at. Um, you know, I think this year a lot was focused on the ministry, focus on my personal health and like, what in the world does this mean for ministry? Um, and so for me and in, in a lot of that confusion, it was really, really important for me to hear from the Lord, um, kind of what did our future look like? Um, I do believe, cause I've done it for such a long time, um, of, hearing a word, a couple words, a phrase. Um, and so this year it was funny. And sometimes I'll get several words that they go together and sometimes they don't even look like they go together. So it's fun to see how they play out. But the word that God gave me was abundance. 
um, abundance. And so I'm like, well, that's really interesting. And then of course he's, you know, talked about some things to store in ministry. And so it gives me just a sense of peace, not that it's going to go exactly. I mean, God's still got the plan of what it looks like in abundance. It might have nothing that's, we may not be rich and moving into a new house or anything like that, but there is an abundance that is promised for this year. That is his word to me. And so to hold on to that and then to be able to see things and say, oh, Lord, like, thank you for your abundance mm -hmm. is huge. The other thing that's really interesting, and this is where I think sometimes we get so much into our own strength, but God has been working with me about continual worship. Like, I feel like I talk to God all the time, but it's the posture of worship and worshiping him means loving him. And so I'm like, okay, so like you want more of that. And certainly I want to be transformed in your image and his images of incredible love um, and worship. And so what's really funny was once I said, yes, God, let's, let's go for this, which was about probably mid-December. Um, I, I wake up in the middle of the night often in pain. And a lot of times that would look like I would get up and I would pray for people, but I'd be really annoyed about being in pain. And after a while, I'd be like, Lord, just get, help me fall asleep, get me out of this pain. And what is interesting is every time I wake up, and in the last three weeks, it's been a lot of wake ups, which you know, every time I wake up, the first thing out of my mouth is, oh, Jesus, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. And like, it just falls out of my mouth. And I don't, after that, then I start praying for people and I am joyous in the time that I'm awake because he's letting me walk in that posture of worship and love of him, which leads to love of others. And um, so that's an awakening practice. I don't know it has to do with this year, but I think sometimes when we, you know, just take the dedicated time to focus on God's involvement and rulership of our lives, that all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just starts working even when we don't know what that's supposed to look like. And all of a sudden it's coming out and you're like, oh, this is it. I'm doing it. And it's not even through my own strength. And so um, I do believe we have an incredible chance with the new year to just say, let's put the past behind and let's see. But I think we can do it with incredible intentionality. And some of it's physical, like, okay, we got to shed this weight. This feels gross to be in this body after putting on five, 10 pounds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I think in some ways at the tail end of December, I am just like a glutton because I want to be so sick of sugar and everything else that I'm like, I can't stand one, one more anything. And so it's it really, it does help. Like you're just done. Like this is just done. And then you can kick the habit called Turkey. So I think probably physically, I focus a little bit, but most of my thing, I think if we don't focus spiritually first, we don't get grounded, you know? Um, and so the focus on spiritually really does actually lead to probably much better mental health outcomes. And then physically bringing that in, we are a temple of the Holy Spirit. So we've got to pay attention, you know, to the physical. So that would be me. Lord, that's great. Yeah. So segue into that because um, it's a good good place to do this for, for me resolutions yeah it's a little bit like what you're saying it's a good time when it's a, it feels like well we're just flipping another day in the count but yet there's a another number at the end of it which indicates we've got something new ahead of us in a 
in a year. I used to be a really big planner. So I would, uh, you probably remember this. So I, we talk about this and I, when I was doing some business coaching and things like that, I would work with their executives and say, look, we, we've got, we need a five-year plan. We need a one-year plan. Uh, if you're really bold, put some really, you know, visionary things out 10 years, but let's break it down by quarter and then by month. And then let's, if we're going to get to this place at the end of the month, let's break it down by week in your days. It got to be a little bit ridiculous. And I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here, best part about Mary. That's business planning. It's business. Yeah. So the best part about Mary Cutleen is she helped, helped me. <laughs> no, that's not the best part. But, but the, one of the big parts about Mary Cutleen was helping to be to put perspective to the calendar, right? So uh, I just have to look at each day and say, Lord, when I get up in the morning, you're like, what do you have for me today? But yet I think as we flip the calendar, it does bring about this sort of uh, time to reflect on what's next. And, yeah. and you talk about the gym. And I remember because I used to religiously get, went to go to the gym a few days a week. Now I do it in, in our home. It used to be... Um, uh, in January, I dreaded it going in because it's with oh, you just you just said it's low, and I, and of course this is when they probably the gyms make all their money because they get you to debit you know your payment every month and you're it's July or August to so your oh no I'm not going back I'll take, let's take yeah. that twenty bucks off of it. and they made all kinds of money in the first quarter anyway it's probably where, yeah. where, where they make their most money and then it kind of filters out <laughs> a little by little then yep. we'll be back yeah actually we'll be back. by like. January 15th. Yeah, a couple of weeks. No, the Maybe first by the end of it. I used to get so annoyed because people would come into the gym and they'd bring their buddy and they'd be talking more than working out. You needed that piece of equipment and you're like in a line. I mean, January to me at the gym was always a craziness, which is why I'm glad that we have a home gym. Yeah. But um, it, what's amazing about resolutions, probably my distaste for resolutions is exactly what happens at the it's like you see the people who come, they're faithful for the first week. They may get a second week out of it. By the third week, it's thin and out. And literally by February, you are back to what yeah. you usually yeah. have. At the it's, it's and so to me, it feels like something that somebody says, I have to do this and do it in my own power. And it just doesn't work out. So I want to take in parallel that just from a spiritual perspective to Ooh. the danger, not danger, the the, the caution, the warning that for all of us, like, like we can do that spiritually speaking. Like we hit the first of the year, we have all these things that we, we hope for and we desire and we start getting into the habit of doing certain things. Um, I loved your, you know, uh, you gotta love Jesus constantly, right? Mm. Jesus, if that's your word for the day, the year, it's amazing. But you had to hold on to that. Right? So part of one of my, the practices that I've done, and I mentioned this, and you talk about your word for the year, and I've done it since 2015. I don't think I did it earlier, but I started documenting it in 2015, was to, to just sit quietly with the Lord. It doesn't happen in one moment. It might happen over the course of the final month of the year, or even into the new year. And I ask him, what do you have? Is there a word? Is there a theme? Is there something that you want to share with me, Lord, that I can hold on to for this entire year? and look back at and, and realize that you have something for me. And in 2023, it was be faithful. And in, 
and I, so I'm still working through 2024. I have some ideas. Maybe it's hopeful. I just brought it up with the snowdrop flowers. Hopeful. Uh, I, there's some other directions that God's taking me, but being faithful means different things to different people. I think for me and for us in ministry, we were, it was a big shift. Katie came on in 2023. We started to find more. Our podcast, what we're doing right now, became more integrated into our practices and more people involved in interviewing and just go, reaching out further. We did some really cool things in 2023. But because of my planning nature, I had different ideas, right? had this idea no no well this is what i want lord can we just do that can we get here and there and i'm he's like steve just be faithful like i got this you know and so i referred back to that every i put it on i literally this is one way to plan it out put it on your counter put it on a sticky note on your mirror in the, in the morning and let it be there yeah. this word or this theme that god's given you so look i'm going to encourage you all just just um ask the lord what does he have for you in 2024 a word or a theme uh and that's that's been really big big for me um I, go ahead yeah i wanted to say this is me being the the optimist that i am but let's say that you're feeling god calling you to more time in prayer let's say that january 1st you started and you were faithful with it for 15 days and then you stopped and the rest of the year maybe you were fumbling around and even if you only took it seriously for 15 days there's life change in that so, so right it shouldn't stop anybody from saying well i don't know if i can commit to that for a year so maybe i just won't do it because that's too much um and i i have my own resolutions and spiritual practices that i i think we're going to be talking about that there was a part of me that thought if i can do this the whole year but I just really felt like, you know what, I'm going to just try and see what happens. Yeah. So even yeah. if you're feeling like you can only do it for 15 days. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I, if you go to the gym for 15 days, I don't think you're going to see <laughs> <Not a result. laughs> yeah, yeah. But also at the end of this coming year, you might look back and say, wow, those 15 days impacted me throughout the year residually in ways that I couldn't have imagined. Yeah. And then next year you might be able to do it for 30 days or right. or longer so i think it's great advice. yeah I, I, you know we did because we beat ourselves up like oh, yeah. i blew it you know and we quit yeah yeah well we also have an accuser saying see you can't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well i think that there's a part of what we what's important here too is how do we hear god right mm -hmm. how do we hear even in a in a time like that we could we'll do another whole podcast on hearing from god but for many people, it, it, it may be an odd thing to think about sitting quietly and asking God to share his heart with you and hear a word or a theme uh, for the year or any time. So, you know, we can always go to his word. His word is the, probably the strongest piece of that. Um, I'm reading a book right now. We're actually doing a little study um, jointly right now from a, a, an author who wrote On Hearing God. And what... Um, this author brought up, which I hadn't thought about as much until then, is Jeremiah 29, 13. Now we talk about Jeremiah 29, 11 a lot. Mm -hmm. So I want to read the, from the message. Uh, this is, I, the message is, is really cool. If you can, you know, get past the fact that it's not going to be maybe theologically perfect, right? But, it, but there's parts of this I really like. 
I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, and this is verse 12, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. And here's 13. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. And that's, uh, man, there's so much power in that word because we get disappointed. We get disappointed with ourselves. We get disappointed with God. We get to feeling the angst that comes along with this journey uh, that we're involved in. And so, I don't know, I think it's important that we we develop spiritual practices to help overcome some of that. Okay, we're going to pause there and come back to you with part two in the next episode of the podcast. So hang with us. Hope to see you back and encourage other people that might want to listen and understand how we approach the new year and in a way that could be relatable for you as well. This was another episode of the Embracing Brokenness podcast. For more information on Embracing Brokenness Ministries or to subscribe to our blog, podcast, YouTube channel, or engage with us on social media, please visit our website at embracingbrokenness.org. Thanks for joining us.